Hey, welcome again. It's Growing in Grace Together. I'm Joel Brzezicki, and once again, I have uh, my great friend Doug Meeker, uh, DougMeeker.com, and he's waving at you in case uh, you can't see uh, in, in, in your uh, radio or actually your MP3 player, your computer, or whichever way you're listening to this particular edition of Growing in Grace Together. And uh, you know, one thing that I, one reason that I do this program, the Growing in Grace Together program, which is you know, kind of something different than what my co-host, my regular co-host Mike Kapler and I do, where we talk about the grace of God and we talk about um, our identity in Christ. Uh, I I like to hear what other people, where other people have been in their walk with Jesus Christ and in how their life has been affected by God's grace and by His love and the the direction that God has that person going in in life. And uh, I'm really intrigued about the the life of Doug Meeker. I think that uh, with your worship ministry going around and, and teaching people about the whole idea of worship and you have a CD and you have, you know, various, your own music and things like that. I thought it would be neat, especially since you're here in Iowa. And again, he came here just for this program. <laughs> I just thought it would be neat to hear uh, what uh, Doug Meager has to say. And so, Doug, once again, thanks for uh, joining me and spending some time together. Great to be back. Uh, we, we, I, one thing I wanted to, for, that I said last time, uh, you have, uh, you shared with me kind of uh, on the subject of what does worship look like because worship doesn't have to look exactly the same for everybody. And you, and you gave me kind of a a word picture, and maybe you want to share that with the uh, the, the blind the blind men with the elephant yeah yeah i get asked a lot um well actually whether i get asked or not i like to bring up the subject of what what does worship look like because there are sometimes people that have an agenda of uh you know they feel like you we need to exhort people to raise their hands or we need to exhort them to not <laughs> mm-hmm. you know to be more uh to be more reverent or you know it Everybody has uh, different opinions, and so when I address the question of what does worship look like, uh, my answer is, well, I, I don't know, and uh, you know, it could look a lot of different ways, and and so the analogy that I'll use is um, you have uh, the blind men uh, asked to describe an elephant, and so one will say, well, it's um, it's tall and it's kind of like a column, and another one has said, no, 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 it's it's kind of flat and flappy, and and the other will say, well, no, it's it's kind of uh, curved and smooth and pointy at the end, and and so who's who's right and who's wrong? Well, obviously they're all correct. They're just describing different parts of the elephant, and so um, you know, to me when when you think well what does worship look like well it it could be it could be quiet and it could be reverent it could be face down uh, uh, dancing hands raised tears clapping singing meditating um, and now I'm talking about worship in the context of a corporate praise time the, the music time obviously we talked in the last program about what worship really is and it's not about the music, but in, in the context, yeah, context of worship during praise time. And, you know, I'm very, con- I'm absolutely convinced that um, I could be, if I were uh, leading the music uh, in a corporate setting, and I look out and somebody's got their arms raised and, 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 and tears falling down, for all I know, they could be 
just caught up in the emotions of the uh, of the music and i I, i've been that way Mm -hmm. before and so was that really worship well you know probably not and then i could look out and see somebody almost looking with a scowl on their face just kind (laughs) of stone-faced and you know they may be totally caught up in rapturous worship and so i don't know and Mm -hmm. um and it's not for me to to judge or to decide and but knowing that then um that takes away any type of responsibility or pressure um or really a desire on my part to try to exhort somebody to be a certain way, way right? now i will say this i have been in in a setting and um where uh i felt prompted to uh, to raise my hands and i didn't feel like it Okay, so in that setting, in that instance, out of obedience, I would raise my hands just because perhaps God was wanting me to do that, because, especially because I didn't feel like it or maybe I would feel self-conscious. But I know that there are some, there are some um, fellowships that um, they would look down on you if you weren't raising your hands because mm-hmm. they would be, in their minds, you wouldn't be worshiping. Well, to me, it's just... Uh, responding to God as as he leads mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes you just your arms go up automatically because you're just overwhelmed with who he is and what the song is uh, uh, singing about but there's sometimes that maybe may you know what there may be times where he says keep your hands down mm-hmm. because he doesn't want you to just be doing it just to be doing to, it. to be doing it or fitting in somehow mm-hmm, right. depending on on where you are so um I guess the overall lesson in all this is that, uh, you know, here again, if, if worship is ascribing worth to Christ and it's being conscious of who he is and responding to his love and, and, and focusing on a relationship with him, then you don't have to really worry about the physical, how does that look in the, in the context of, of the music, the praise time in, in church. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so keeping, I, I like uh, in, in going back to the, what you said in the last program and and what you just said here as far as what worship is. It's it's the uh, I can't remember how you just phrased it, but it's the uh, you know the the focus on Christ, the uh, ascribing worth. worth. Mm-hmm. Worship is w- what you ascribe value to. So you know a person could uh, worship their computer. They could worship uh, Facebook. The, the, you know <laughs> that's. <laughs> Been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can in money or your job or your your esteem in front of other people. You know how how you how people you can worship what you think people think of you. You know things like mm-hmm. that. And so, but uh, when we change our our minds to focus on on Christ and mm-hmm. Christ alone, our relationship with Him, and really just that, just the person of Jesus Christ, then worship becomes a much more natural thing. Becomes something that flows, and you you, like you say you don't have to focus so much on what it looks like. Yeah, you know, I mentioned in the last program the um, uh, Judson Cornwall, and uh, he I'm I don't know if I'll articulate this very well, but he was talking about um, uh, his precious little granddaughter, and you know he, he walks in the room and. And she comes up to him, and she raises her hands to him, and like pick me up, or and mm-hmm. I look, and uh, you know he says, "What are you going to say? Uh, you know, put your hands down, you little charismatic, mm. <laughs> you know." <laughs> um, but 
this little child comes to him and she loves him and she puts her hands up and says, hold me. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just a natural response. And uh, I mentioned in the last program, he said, worship is love responding to love. Mm -hmm. I think it depends a lot on the tradition that you come out of. You can come from a, a tradition of you have to raise your hands. If you're worshiping, your hands are raised. Well, you know, maybe God might want to work with you on uh, not raising your hands some because, you know, if you're just doing it out of tradition and this is the mm -hmm. way we do it. Um, but, but all in all, I guess here again what I would want to say is that let's not necessarily focus on the mechanics mm -hmm. because it's a heart issue anyway. Right. And, uh, of course, we have pure hearts. He's, he's given us pure hearts. But to understand that and to know that and then act on that, that we are righteous and that, that he, he loves us and, and, and he accepts us. And just responding to that as little children, as Jesus said, we're to be as little children. And, uh, you know, what's the natural response if I say, I love you? What's the natural response? I love you too. Mm -hmm. Well, God says, I love you. And so worship, part of worship is oh, wow. saying, I love you too. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's the focus. And who cares about how it looks? Right. Um, it's going to look different ways for different people at different times. I think that's good. I mean, I think it's, it's moving us away from being self-conscious about how the how and, and, and what it looks like to just focusing on on Christ to to a Christ, you know being Christ conscious and mm -hmm. and I, I love the analogy you just gave and, and just the whole thing you're you're saying there is that love you know doesn't have to doesn't necessarily look a certain way it's it can be like the little girl raising her hands and and saying hey pick me up it can be uh, just a natural response to love because I know that I have worshipped and I put it in quotes self consciously where I've I've been in that mm -hmm. place I've been in that well. Everyone's raising their hands, so I'm, I'm going to raise mine, mine too, even though it's not on my heart at all to right. do it. Everyone's singing, so I'm going to sing here too. And I've had to, in my own life, move away from... And for a while, it became kind of rebellion, where everyone's doing that, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, but then that's self-conscious too. Uh, and so the whole idea for me is just, all right, get away from whatever other people think it, it needs to be or not be, and just respond to God's love. Mm-hmm love responding to love absolutely i think that's great I, now i can't remember if it was in this program or the last where we're talking about uh, the young person that falls in love for the first time mm -hmm. you know it'd be silly to think that there needs to be a course on how to tell people that you're in love with this person mm -hmm. i mean you want to tell everybody uh, there's a pastor years ago that w was telling me um that uh when asked by other pastors what's your what's what's your uh evangelism program <laughs> he said i don't have one and they said well what do you mean and he said my evangelism program is i encourage people and teach them or shepherd them to fall in love with jesus mm -hmm. and then we let jesus be the evangelism program there jesus yeah. loves people and same thing with worship well i sure thank you um Sure, thank you, Doug, for sitting down with me. I, I've gotten a lot out of this, and and I really do think that our listeners will too. It's just it's just a uh, you know in the, in the church there's there's just a focus on what you know you know I think everyone like you say has their own definition their own way that worship is supposed to look. 
uh, when really it can look so many different ways and it, and it can express itself in so many different ways and it's a response to love and so I appreciate you sharing all that with me and uh, if a person wants to find out more about Doug Meeker and your ministries DougMeeker.com yes and uh, my email is DougMeeker at gmail.com and uh, Meeker is M-E-E-K-E-R and uh, yeah I'd love to I'd love to hear from you and I just I love talking about worship I mean it's a passion that that God has put on my heart and uh, it's always a privilege to be able to to share on that topic and and uh, I always learn in these situations too so thank you well thank you too Doug and I I appreciate it you having you here with me and uh, all the all the God's blessings to you in your ministry thank you Joel you too Thank you.